Podcasts from the Cat. Voices and sounds from Crew and Nantwich. If you're a resident of Nantwich, you may have heard of a thing called the Beam Heath Trust. Um, it's a monetary entitlement if you meet certain criteria as a resident of Nantwich. And uh, the, the chairman and chairman of the trustees of the Beam Heath Trust is Kev Hammersley. And I'm delighted to invite him on to um, the perfect afternoon to give us a full rundown of the current state of play with the trust and uh, the monetary payments and also give us a little bit of a detail about the trust itself. Good afternoon, Kev. Hi, hi Dave. How are you, all right? I'm very, very well. Yourself? Yeah, I'm doing all right. Good for you, good for you. Now, I'm getting rid of this uh, lockdown's a big uh, plus for me. It is. It's uh, Hopefully we're getting there by degrees, Kev, aren't we? That, yeah, that's, that's it, mate, yeah. Now, I've just uh, given the listeners a, a very brief outline of uh, how the Beam Heath Trust is a monetary entitlement to um, some of the residents of Nantwich who qualify under certain circumstances. Could you give us a little bit of a potted history of the Beam Heath Trust and, and what it's all about? Certainly, mate, no problem. Um, the thing... Uh to start from the beginning, Dave, the, the earliest record of the Beemeath um, is a charter in 1130. That's the first time, I think, that the actual words Beemeath were um, seen in print. Okay. Um, uh, but um, a, a more significant date is 1285, when the, there is a charter when the men of white, which Nantwich was called in those days, yeah. were given a right to common pasture land for their animals. Oh, right, OK. So, so that's quite an important date in the history. But since then, there's been various attempts to legalise the right, this right of um, pasture. Um, and uh, there was an, an act of 1803 which didn't really do the job, but... Um, there was an act passed in 1823, which we now operate under, which was uh, passed, uh, which confirmed the present laws and conditions under which the trust operates. So that's nearly that's nearly 200 years old, isn't it? That is that that's how long this process has been in place. Well, from 11:30, you do the arithmetic. I can't do it while I'm on the radio. <laughs> that's way too far back for me. But but you're you're saying 1823. Even that's too. Yeah, yeah 1823 is what we operate under now. Right, so that's nearly 200 years old, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, 198. Okay, so so okay, there's not many people with herds of sheep and goats and cows in Nantwich. How how is it translated to a monetary value? Well, what happens? Uh, um, well, first of all, just to give you a bit of a structure of it, there is 11 of us trustees who yeah. act. Uh, unpaid, we, we, we do it uh, completely unpaid, who administer the trust in accordance of this Act. Okay. But, but over the years, it's been accepted that people are not going to herd pigs up and down Beam Street and that <laughs> kind of thing. So, <laughs> so um, the, gradually it's evolved that the uh, land that the Beam Heath Trust owns is tenanted. Right. We we have uh, tenants who um, have the land for farming. It's an agricultural trust, okay. and they uh, operate farming businesses uh, on the trust land. 
got you. Um, quite an interesting fact that um, the at the moment the trust is actually administering something over eight hundred acres. Really? So that's mm. the an- land that the trust has owned over a period of time, then. Yeah, it, it's it's been added to. Um, some of the residents of Nantwich will remember that the the bypass came came in. Yeah, do you remember the bypass towards Sainsbury's Roundabout? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that that came in uh, over Beamheath Trust land. Oh right. And then there was the the Sainsbury's complex, which was on Beamheath Trust land, and uh, the conditions of the act is that we uh, we have to replace any land that. Is, is either taken over or sold uh, with at least the equivalent... Uh, oh, right, OK. So you roughly have to keep the same acreage then? Well, <laughs> it's strange, really. If We can increase it if we so wish, okay. and that's how it's become a little bit more than, than the, how it's accumulated over the years, because if we have a certain amount of income from... Um, let's say the sale of a Marston's pub, yeah. which was a useless piece of land by the the um, roundabout there. You remember the, the yeah. new pub at Marston's there? Yeah, yeah, so, I know that. Yeah. Well, with with the proceeds from that, uh, it was eight and a quarter. We actually uh, increased our holdings by thirty four acres by by buying uh, prime agricultural land elsewhere. Okay, so there's eleven trustees. Uh, they're going to put their heads. To, yeah, ha- they're going to put their heads together, Kev. And, and how do they calculate the payment? How, how's that worked out? Well, um, just before we go off the trustees, Dave, I think it, it's right that um, we also um, have four people who are actually employed by the trust, who, who act uh, for the trust. We have a, a treasurer a land agent, a clerk, and the guy that uh, brings the money around. Oh, right, so OK. Th- there's, not, th- there's 11 of us who act unpaid, and then there's a further four that who, look after who, it. Who, yeah. who are actually um, employed by the trust to carry out the, okay. the, the, the trustees. Uh, right, so they're, they're everybody's going to put their heads together and come up with a formula. How, what, what does that formula take into account? Well, I tell you what, let's just wind it back before that. How... Yeah. What's the criteria to qualify for this monetary entitlement? What do you yeah. what do you have to do? Well, the, the first thing you have to be is in the the ancient boundary of Nantwich. Okay. So uh, you must live within the ancient parish boundary. Now, it's, <laughs> it's always a bone of contention with some people because they say, "I was born in Nantwich all my life, but I don't get Beam Heath." That's because their property is outside the ancient boundary. Right. So that's the first thing you have to so you, you have you, to be in the ancient right. boundary. But you don't you don't necessarily have to be born in Nantwich. But if your dwelling no. is in the ancient parish, you qualify. So that's that's criteria one. Well, is well it? yeah. Just a minute, Dave. Okay. You you have to have resided there for at least seven years. Ah, right. That's the other criteria, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, you have to have a seven-year residency. If, if, you, if you're not claiming uh, the, the benefit uh, by birthright, then you have to have um, at least seven years residence uh, within the parish. Got you. So those are the two criteria, then. That's where yeah. your dwelling is, and you've got to have been there seven years. So the pay- yeah, or, or having oh. been born there, if you produce a long birth certificate... All right. A long birth certificate, 
which states your parents' address at the time of your birth, then you can qualify by, by being oh. born in the ancient parish. Oh, right, OK. Oh, that's good. Good, good. All right, so we've calculated that some people are entitled to it. How's the payments yeah. calculated then? What, what, what's, what's the um, process for that? Uh, yeah, well, um, I mentioned before about the acreage. Well, that there are 26 tenants that, that uh, actually um, have been Heath land, and the income from the tenancies uh, provides the major bulk of the income of the trust and also uh, when we uh, subtract the tax bills and uh, accountants fees yeah. and the uh, the uh, cost of the wages for the the, the various uh, the, the paid offices of, of the trust then we're left with uh, a certain amount of money and that money is then divided equally between the recipients or the current recipients. Right, I've got you. So you so know, it, you it, know, it's the tenancy yeah. mainly. It's the tenancy income less expenses gets the uh, figure that we uh, work upon. I've got you. So, so how I, I've met all those criteria. I've, I've I live within the parish, um, ancient parish. I've been there seven years. How, if I've not already applied, how do I go on about applying? Yeah. Well, uh, um, every year we have what we call a claims day. Okay. And this is published in the uh, um, Chronicle, uh, the Town Council, St Mary's Parish Rooms, uh, Town Council Notice Boards. So once a year we declare claims day. And claims day is always after the distributor has been round uh, the current recipients uh, after he's finished his rounds, claims day always ends after he's finished his rounds. So uh, this year, because of all this COVID business, yep. claims day is going to be September. So I would ask anybody that wants to uh, apply uh, to be a recipient of the dividend, as we call it, yep. then look out for the publication of uh, claims day, which is scheduled for September. Got you. And, this year, yeah. And the distribution of the the monies um, for this time round. I know last year was a hiccup. You 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 know that's, yeah. that has to be suspended. What's what's the update with regards to distribution this time round? Yeah. Well, last year was a, an absolute nightmare for us. We tried all sorts of ways we could get the dividend out, but uh, it just didn't prove possible. Okay. Um, this year we, we're going to start in June. Uh, we've had to take um, advice from the Director of Public Health because we have to deliver this cheque um, by hand. Oh, right. Been a lot, we've been quite a few uh, comments about this, the way we distribute the the money, but um, we, we really have to per deliver these cheques by hand because it, it, on the cheque it says pay to bearer, which is in effect a cash cheque. Got you. So um, these checks um, uh, are changed for cash at Barclays. Right. Barclays so you, do you, you, that means you actually have to knock on people's doors and say, here's your check? Uh, yeah, this is the guy that we call the distributor, right. the guy that comes round, and he has to, because the people have to sign to say that they've received the check. Right, got you. So... Um, that's that's really interesting. Well, obviously, uh, we wish you well in, in hoping that 
the COVID restrictions allow you to knock on people's door and give them the check. And that yeah. claims day is going to be in September once that's hopefully all finished. Yes, that's that's, that's how we're hoping. Our our worst case scenario with all this uh, COVID business is uh, uh, some kind of surprise from the government that uh, stops us halfway through. Right. Well, that's, that that would be a right nightmare yeah. for trustees to try and sort that out. So. Okay. Uh, we're hoping that um, after uh, June it'll go through smoothly. Um, and uh, normally it's April when we do it, but uh, this year we've had to delay it until June. Got you. Well, um, Kev, it's been fascinating. I have no idea it went back all that way. And, you know, for 200 years to keep on with the same thing, it's marvellous. So um, uh, let's hope the uh, residents in Nantwich who qualify uh, look forward to this uh, little bit of a windfall. Uh, and hopefully the COVID situation allows you to um, to carry on and get this one out of the way so you can get back to normal and get more applications in for Claims Day in September. Yeah, well, we 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 want to give people the money. We 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 all work. All the trustees work to provide uh, the the benefit to the townspeople. And uh, I might just have a good finish, Deb, just to give people an, an idea is that we have roughly one thousand seven hundred and fifty people who actually get this benefit. Well, that's an awful lot of door knocking there, Kevin. Uh, it takes an awful lot of getting out. You're going to have sore knuckles by the end of that, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> Kevin, it's been a pleasure. Thank you so much. Uh, that's a, a huge enlightenment. Um, there's lots on social media about this at the moment. Uh, we've got details on the website as well. But uh, it's great to hear the full backstory and the details of all the wonderful work that goes on to uh, to keep a tradition alive dating back well a lot 800 years is it something like i can't work well from 1830 is the first uh, yeah. as i said the, the, the first time the, the actual words beam heat was seen in print it it was something to do with cumbermere abbey actually oh. i think cumbermere abbey had some kind of administration um oversee for right. nantwich uh, i believe okay um i picked it what i think is an appropriate record um because you are you are Mr. Nantwich, and uh, I've picked out an Andy Williams one you can sing along to called "Home Loving Man." How's that? Oh dear. Oh, well, <laughs> you can ha you don't have to sing along, Kev. Well, I, I, I'm, if you've asked to find the, the least musical man in Nantwich, you've got him on there now. <laughs> we'll sing along I'm to ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> Kev, it's been a pleasure chatting to you. Thank you so much for uh, all the updates on that, and keep our fingers crossed that things go okay in the next few months for you. Go to listen.thisisthecat.com for more podcasts, some more ways to listen.